0: Welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the Well-Fed Boy, and as always, I am delighted to be joined by... Jaylit the Kid, what it do. What's going on, everybody? Episode 82 up in your grizzle. All up in it. Um, we are excited. Uh, you know, we all, we're, Of course, we're excited to be here because we love doing this podcast. We love doing it for you. We love the fans. We love our audience members. We love our listeners, but we are also very excited because... The Braves swept the Mets, mm. and I know we don't do a lot of sports here, but we're just doing because we got a couple of bravos here, and we're just we just got to do a quick chop because it's it's it is officially chopped. I don't know, if we, I don't know if we
1: can sing the chop.
0: though. We're not gonna sing it, but we're gonna we're gonna chop. We're just chopping right now. Choptober is officially began. Yes, uh, Mets Mets fans uh uh you know my suck piazza it. suck it dude suck it suck it dude suck it that's how it's done yep um
1: just to come from behind like oh what great. an absolute battle
0: dropping bombs on scherzer degrom it doesn't matter who's up there doesn't matter it doesn't matter forget about it mad Olson. we we said freddie freeman see you later and see we ya. picked up a fucking younger hotter we you know Mm. We did. We Hugh Hefner. We, we Hugh we Hefner. We
1: We're 45 and we said, screw it. We're going to date the 22 year old and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Yep. It doesn't matter um, what our family says. Nope. We're doing
0: it. Our children are pissed at us. Oh, yeah. Our 18 year old. Uh, oh, yeah. So pissed. She's living with her mother at right now. Yep. You know? Sorry. Good. Mm. We turned you we turned your bedroom into her into into her crafts room into her crafts room because she's not working. Mm. Yeah. Nice. All right. So, yeah, uh, then that's the quick sports talk. Um, Yeah, we got episode 82 here. We uh, were stoked. We we took a week off there because we were a little late on the last episode. We had a bunch of stuff going on. Jack White concerts. Your boy turned 35 last week. Uh, Happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for taking me out. Yes, you're welcome. We had a very lovely meet Jordan and I went on a very Jordan took me out on a very lovely date to the Cheesecake Factory.
1: Yes. I asked you uh where do you where in the world uh does Carbon San Diego want to go? Yep. And uh you we we threw a couple options around, but I think as soon as you said cheesecake, we both said done.
0: I well, I think I said cheesesteak, and then you said I'll take you to Del Frisco's if you want.
1: No, oh, so yeah. I, <laughs> then... So a couple years ago, we went to Del Frisco's for the birthday, and I threw that out, and you and you just you you gave me the Derek Henry stiff arm and said, "I want cheese, uh, cheesecake factory." Weird,
0: but it was, it, was it was good. It was good. It was good. It was good. It was good time. I liked your dish, of course. I know, crispy. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Yep, pineapple shrimp and chicken Korean like. It was so fried, right? It was so good. Yep. So good. Um, let's get into it, though. Let's open up the janitor's closet because I want to know how much your uh, your dick got blown off by the barbecue band. And by barbecue, I mean <sighs> BBQ because you can't call them barbecue.
1: It's BB and Q, right? Yeah. So BB and Q ban. Um, I've definitely enjoyed it. I won't say my dick got blown off. Oh, okay. I'm not going to say that my dick got blown off. I felt... Um, As we've been going through, as we are the Lewis and Clark of musical podcasts, searching all over the country and the world uh, for new and undiscovered lands of music, Mm -hmm. I will say that it's like we were traipsing through the plains of middle America and you showed me a band and I was kind of just like, you know, I've seen these. I've seen these planes before, mm-hmm. so that was a thing. Um, is that they very much incorporated a lot of the funk and kind of the soul and kind of that discoy the Italian sound. disco, beats. yeah. That that sounds that you've kind of shown me a lot of. So it wasn't something like I was like, "Oh my God, this is a new sound to me." Right. But what it did was um, it enlarged or 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 strengthened. That knowledge of that genre, yeah. So, but but BB and Q is definitely, I think, like on the bingo card of you know when you're trying to sound like you know more about music to someone. Yeah, that's good. I like you where you're pull going. you pull that out. I like where you when going. you're talking like late '70s, early '80s, like funk dance music. That's one that you throw out, and they go, huh.
0: If you're in a serious discussion with someone and they're and they're one up in you and they're and they're trying to big dick you on mm-hmm. some funk music, mm-hmm. you drop the BB uh, BB and Q. Yeah, exactly. And, and and they're gonna go, huh?
1: Yeah, like what's that? Yeah, and because the music isn't gonna sound like something they haven't heard before. Mm. But I would almost bet that they haven't heard that before. Yes. So that's how I would describe them. Um, very much will be a part of. Um, you know my funk and dance music uh playlists. good but i wouldn't say that it blew my dick off That's i cool. still have my dick on that's cool if that makes sense yes yes mhm
0: um oh so uh, i yeah, wanted to um we so part up. of the
1: other reason uh just to clean something up you know as you know part of the reason that we didn't have our our uh 82nd episode last week was uh we got a little visit uh on the west side of the state from uh, Hurricane Ian mm-hmm. um, was a little dicey, you know, prior to it coming. I did see, though, that um, they were, uh, you know, the different organizations for the weather were like totally chastising the West, the West Coast because it ended up making landfall only five miles away from where they predicted like six days before. Right. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah. But, um, you know, everyone's trying to go over there and help everyone out. Uh, T's and P's to everyone over there dealing yep. with all that. Yep, 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 um, But so uh, the Shut the Funk Up podcast, we started a hurricane fund. We did. And uh, I'm just going to read you the little the little blurb here. And if you guys want to go donate, this is how you're going to help everyone on the West Coast. Um, so the Hurricane Ian Fund is brought to you by uh, our friend Tim. Formerly of his hers and his hers and Herms. Oh, yeah. Um, That
0: little scam and fuck.
1: Please text wind to six, nine, six, nine, six, nine. And you'll receive a text. And uh, all it requires, guys, is to then um, send your credit card, your social security number. All the basic security questions uh, that you're normally asked. Mother's maiden
0: name. Yep.
1: Uh, favorite uh, first first pet.
0: What street you were born on? Um,
1: your basic security questions. Uh, they need your iPhone lock screen, and then they just need three of your bank accounts to donate. That's okay? it. Within 48 hours, you'll see a charge for five thousand uh, dollars. Don't worry about that. That's just a formality.
0: That's a hold.
1: But within but within 30 to 60 days. Um, they're gonna recalibrate that on your account to the amount that you actually donated. Uh, if that doesn't change, don't worry. Tim will get it fixed in a jiffy. He can be reached at his uh, Tijuana office at 305-
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So why is why did he put our why is everyone gonna call us if Tim? Why did he put our number? Shouldn't um, they be able to call?
0: So all these people are gonna get pissed and they're gonna call us? Classic Tim. Classic Tim. He said customer service, he put ours. For five thousand it's gonna put a
1: five thousand dollar charge on your card?
0: Yeah. But but if but but what, what, what you're glossing over though is when you do donate, you will immediately uh in the mail in, in three to six business days, you will receive a bic lighter.
1: A bic lighter, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um hmm. Yeah. This gives me thought for pause I'm wondering now.
0: It's uh it's did he get well, us again? No, well, Tim, Did t- he get us again? Tim does good business, so I'm not worried. He does good business, so I'm not worried that why that, is he
1: in Tijuana?
0: Um uh He's still across the border? Yeah uh, Yeah, I can you know, I don't know if the lawyers I don't know if we're allowed to answer that, you know? Hmm.
1: yeah either way text wind to six nine six nine six nine uh to donate to the hurricane ian fund set up by the shut the funk up podcast yes so and that's
0: win win winning yes yeah um
1: and uh hopefully you guys will see that money soon yes yes okay yes so that's i just wanted to clean that up but um now it's our favorite time of the week alex what did you learn this week
0: I learned this week, and by this week, I learned today. Ooh, a uh, late submission. A a future. This has been on the list of pea, uh, peacocks for a while. Here we we uh, peacock left us today. Loretta Lynn died. Uh,
1: a to be a to cocked.
0: Yes, a to be cocked. Loretta mm. Lynn died today. Um, she's she is. You know, she's right there with Dolly Parton and Timmy Wynette, just a West Virginian country, Western, you know, OG. Uh, I got introduced to Loretta Lynn uh, by Jack White, uh, and just a cool little story. Uh, Jack White produced uh, an an, an album for her called Van Leer Rose. It's an amazing album, and it was the first... This was the precursor if you will to the Rack and Tours where uh So this
1: was pre Rack and Tours. Loretta Post, 7 This is uh, pre or White Stripes.
0: This is right after the White Stripes and right before the Rack and Tours and Jack White uh produced Loretta Lynn's album and he brought in uh, little Jack and Patrick Keeler uh to be the session players for the album. And that album went so well, Jack. Um, you know, liked and had so much chemistry with those two. That is when Jack and my brother Brendan, when they linked up for the Rack and Tours, and they started like you know, you know, jamming around and said, "Hey, we might have an album here." Jack said, "Well, let's bring in these two guys that I just had on uh, the 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 Loretta Lynn album and okay. Little Jack, and then the rest is history."
1: Ah, very cool.
0: So yeah, Loretta Lynn died this week. Um, if you're a fan of Dolly Parton and stuff, you'll love Loretta Lynn. And uh, if you if you're really intrigued, I urge you to check out Van Lear Rose, the album that Jack did. It's really it's really well done.
1: Sweet. Is yeah. that in? Is any of that in the uh, world of Jack White playlist?
0: It is. It is. It, okay. it absolutely is. So
1: there you go. Go to mm-hmm. Well Fed Boy at uh, on Spotify. World of Jack White is what it's called? Yes, World of Jack White.
0: Yes. Jordan, what did you learn this week?
1: So as the constant overachiever of the podcast, I actually have two for you. You are. and <laughs>
0: um, I'm I, and I'm happy that you are.
1: Thank you. Uh, I just I do what I can over here. Now, I one of these I actually had uh, in the chamber from last week, but I thought it was such a good one that i had to i want to i want to get it in there i don't want to save it i don't want to save it but i have two because okay. i thought there was a, another one that i thought was worthy of of something that i learned this week the first one and i have a feeling i know which one you're going to like more okay the first one uh i know we've talked about it a little bit in the past but nasa you might have seen this um nasa's back
0: NASA's back. NASA's back. SpaceX was like doing a thing., you know, Elon Musk was flexing up, and NASA said, "Hey, hey, hey, we've been done doing this.
1: And um they did something really cool this past. Very week. cool. did you do you know this story?
0: Is it the crashing of yes, the, yes.
1: So we have what they call Dart, which is the double asteroid redirection test. So they fired um, this this. It's about the size of a small car. They fired fired this craft off about ten months ago, and calculated where this asteroid was going to be. Math based on ten ten from ten months ago, and it made contact on uh, uh, last Monday, and so we're not going to know. Um, if this actually redirected the asteroid, because this was essentially a dry run test. That if you know, if basically Armageddon, the movie is happening, and we have to send Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck up there,
0: and Liv you know, Tyler,
1: Liv Tyler is going to know that that everything's okay back home. Mm-hmm. So, um,
0: and I don't want to, I don't want to miss a thing. I don't want to miss a thing either. Even when I dream so
1: um, we're going to know soon enough whether Sweetest or not this actually worked. Do, but you, just the fact and that um, they shot this thing up in the air and it fucking actually hit the asteroid and, you know, it, this might have worked is going to be pretty cool.
0: Now, I don't know how much you know about this story, so I hate to pepper you with a question that you might not know because I don't want you to sound like an idiot was the was this uh satellite made was this thing made specifically for this? yes, oh, okay, yes, I and... thought it was just one of the uh satellites that just weren't working anymore and they're just like, you fire that thing off. No, no you no, know no. there's like thousands and thousands of satellites, yeah,
1: just junk satellites that are yeah. orbiting the earth.
0: yeah, I read an article like a few months ago about how not only are we, do we have so much trash on the planet Earth that we are also now polluting. Space, the galaxy. Yeah, and I like that.
1: That's what we do, baby. That's
0: what we do best. That's what
1: we do best. Now, the other cool thing here is that um, the asteroid is named uh, Di- Dimorph- Dimorphos. It's a small body, and it's about 530 feet in diameter. So it's going to be interesting to see. That's kind of
0: fucking big.
1: Yeah, it's that's like be... the size
0: of like the polo grounds.
1: Yeah. Now researchers expect the impact to shorten the orbit by about 1% um, to see if this actually made makes a difference. But we're gonna find out soon enough. So this is an ongoing um, an ongoing, you know, thing that's that's gonna we we don't have we don't know if this was successful yet. But the fact that that NASA's firing shit off into space trying to redirect asteroids, pretty fucking cool. Cool as shit. Very cool. Cool as
0: shit. Pretty metal. And like the the footage too, bullseye. Yeah. Looks like it was a bullseye.
1: Yes. Now, the other thing I learned this week is this is a story uh, uh, of, of music lore, but it is confirmed.
0: This is the one I'm going to like. This is the one I'm going to like.
1: Yes. And so let me see if I have the year the year here. It says dream of you. sometime uh in the early fifties, um Louis Armstrong was coming back from a a European tour. Sachimo. Sachimo, yeah. And he was uh basically had the plane had landed and they were going through uh, about to go through customs. Just happened to walk up a a somewhat of a buddy of his Richard Nixon and Richard Nixon says what are you doing here bud he goes well you know I'm about to go through customs and then you know I'm gonna go home he goes no 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 come on he goes come with me and he grabs his bag from Louis Armstrong and they basically circumvent customs and and basically go right past it uh oh Little does Richard Nixon know Uh that Louis Armstrong had three pounds of of weed. He's holding three pounds of weed in his bag (laughs) in his satchel, in his satchmo and had in his satchel uh, a couple, a couple LBs of the good stuff. You know, and um, (laughs) and and basically. Oh, Richard Nixon uh, a very prominent anti-drug you know yeah that's uh, guy, right yeah basically was a drug mule for one of the earliest jazz stars of 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 our time and basically carried the weed past customs for Louis Armstrong
0: that's how you stick it to the white man baby that's it that's how you do it
1: um now it was pretty funny because afterwards um afterwards which if you know anything about louis armstrong he was pretty well known for like blazing up Mm -hmm. so they very later on the story comes out uh and it gets back to nixon Uh oh and his quote was which i thought very funny was basically (laughs) louis armstrong smokes weed Oh, like he had no fucking clue.
0: Oh, so. Um, oh, I love this. I
1: thought that was a great. Um, oh, you know, it did
0: it again. Yeah, you I mean, did it again. You
1: stuck one to the man, baby. I
0: want to know your sources at all times. Every episode, I always just want to know. I, I want I, I don't want you to tell me, but I just always want to know.
1: I can't tell you where a lot of these things come from in a sense because sometimes I'm just searching. It's your brilliance. And I just go on little tangents or into rabbit holes and um, I mean the dart stuff with NASA like happened like within the last couple weeks. Right. So that one is kind of obvious but sometimes you just fall into a rabbit hole and find out that Richard Nixon was a drug mule for Louis Armstrong.
0: Fuck yeah dude. Right? Fuck yeah dude. So um, that, that was a good one. Um love that uh i i i want i finally i don't know if you've experienced this before but i finally ran into my first TikToker in the wild and i think this might be a new segment
1: okay okay so can you paint the picture you mean out in public like in, I, in irl it
0: happened it happened in the, this last week uh, two two days ago, I was at Publix shopping in okay. the produce section. I have,
1: I have a TikTok uh, in in the wild story, which I did not know at the time, but I will also reveal that after years.
0: That's a, yeah. So that's what. So I'm in the produce section. I'm there because I'm. What are you getting? I'm making a bomb ass salad. Okay. So I'm getting like yeah. I'm getting like the. I'm doing. This, I got. I, I was. I'm a big salad kick. And as I'm grabbing um, the uh, the lettuce, I see this young uh, this young lady this young this girl doing something, and I'm like, "Is what's wrong with her? What is she doing?"
1: Is is someone filming her doing something like in she, the? No, fucking... she's
0: just like doing weird movements. And then I finally I see I'm like, and then she she's st- her mom is like at the in the orange juice section, and she turns, she's like, "Hey." Do you want you know pulp or no pulp? And she's just like no pulp. And and and, and oh, I'm all pulp, extra pulp. Ugh. And and she and and she really? and like she said like you know she asks her daughter that in the middle of like the TikTok dance. Uh huh. And the the daughter's like, mom, mom, you. She walks up. She walks up to her phone that's buried in like the 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 cherry tomatoes shelf. Mm. You know where her phone's like recording. And she's pissed at her mom. She's like, I don't care. Like, just get the Simply Stop one. Stop talking to me. Yeah. And then she goes back to it. And I was like, wow. This is my first. All right. This is my first TikToker. Wait, is she a
1: known TikToker? or you're She's just, talking just about a kid. Just
0: a- she's just a kid, you know, just making TikToks, doing the dance thing. Okay. That you always see. Oh, I
1: thought it was like an influencer. Like no. someone that was famous. No,
0: she was probably like 14, 15. Like, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Okay. Damn. This is my, all right, I finally was here for one. Yeah. And then the next day, I'm driving down the street at night and, I, and I, I pull up to the red light and I'm sitting there and I look over and there's this big storage facility next to me. And I look up, over to it, and on the third floor of the storage facility, because the lights are on, I see another young lady tick tocking on the third floor of this storage facility in in the hallway. And the future is now. The future is now. I, I finally saw one.
1: It makes me very sad because... Um it's one of, that's how I know that we are old because we just can't identify or understand like the pull or why this thing is like so popular. Yeah. Um, I mean, I get why they do it, you know, for like the attention and like wanting to post and all that type of stuff. But it's just one of those things where I'm like, uh, I, I, I don't, I, it doesn't compute for me.
0: Now did Alex uh in the first TikToker in uh the Publix produce section. Now did Alex grab the uh the lettuce and hurry up to try to get behind the TikToker? Yes. Yes, he did. Yeah. Well, but, I
1: mean, we're going to be glory hogs if we can if we can get in a vid, why not? Yeah. Now, what would have been great is if you were just you know unknowingly shut the
0: fuck up podcast like subscribe review (laughs) (laughs) i
1: I was gonna say actually you were watching her maybe she you know was like kind of practicing it a couple times and then you pushed your cart behind and then as soon then you like you like synced up with her and like started doing the moves right with her
0: i was like that's how you go viral i was seriously considering going why didn't you do that i was seriously considering going up to her like in the middle of it and just like being like, oh, excuse me, and grabbing like a thing of cherry tomatoes. Oh, you should have done that. You know? should being like, oh, so, hold on. Can you excuse me? Yeah,
1: that would have been much yeah, better. But, uh, yeah. And then like whisper, like you reach right past the phone.
0: Shut the funk up podcast. Shut the
1: funk up Like, yeah. subscribe, review, hit
0: the notifications. Yeah. yeah.
1: Check out the playlist as well. Peacock's in music.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what you should have done. So, TikTokers in the wild. I had my first run in. It was very exciting for me.
1: So my very uh, anticlimactic story was I met uh, my boy, Corn Dog, down at Versailles, which is like a Cuban. Oh, yeah. uh, Which like a Cuban. World famous.
0: Hold on. World famous. It's not a Cuban. It's a world famous.
1: World famous um, Cuban restaurant down in Miami. I would say
0: Versailles. And what's the other one? Uh, uh, Starts with a P. Well,
1: there's... La carreta. La,
0: oh, no, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm that's sorry. That's that
1: one. But no, but there is another one down there. Sergio's, I think, is another big I one. I was
0: thinking of La Cata... La Cata... Uh, la 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 I mean, yeah, but you got to throw a little sazon on that. Bro, puppy. I don't have the Cuban wife. Mm. Okay? Mm. But yeah, those are like... Those are the Versailles.
1: Yeah, Versailles is well known. So we were up at the little... Uh, and man wifey's gonna crucify me I don't know the name the little window that you go up to basically and you can just order right from the window yeah. and we got like a little cafe con leche and like a little croqueta it's, or whatever it's, yeah. and someone had come up to the window right after that and, peep, and, and there was a camera following them and they went and ordered whatever they were ordering and the people who they were ordering from definitely knew who they were
0: it was like
1: a it was just like a Hispanic dude Okay. So I don't know who it was, but what? And then he left, and then I think the lady said in Spanish or to to corn dog like, "Yo, that was a that's a TikTok guy or
0: something." Uh, now they weren't
1: doing the dance or whatever, but they were doing a thing, but like someone was doing a thing of like coming to Versailles, the world famous like, Versailles, yeah, because they have the window. They have the
0: window, and the window is world. The, the window is you go up there and you get like yeah, yeah like a colada, like uh, a colada or yeah. yeah, whatever.
1: So that was where I felt very old, and I was like, "What's going on here? I don't know." And that was that was that was mine. Now I didn't realize till like after the fact that that's what had happened, though.
0: Yeah, um, fuck TikTok. Uh Uh, let's, uh, let's get into, uh, Jordan's got some quick hits for me. It's my favorite segment that is, uh, only owned by you.
1: Is it just because you're self-involved and you like being asked questions and then you get to kind of like give yeah. your full opinion on it?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a self-involved uh, thing. And yours and your quickets are always really good. I try to... You don't ever limp in with like just two or three. It's always No, like I got beady. like eight or nine
1: here. And this is like where, you know, I'm Pocahontas and I want to use every color of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. So I'm going and like getting things from different parts of the world and I'm I just want to ask you a whole variety of questions okay so I'm just gonna throw this one this is the first one right here in your lap um are UFOs real a what are UFOs real uh yes so these sightings that that are coming are 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 those those are unidentified flying objects that are not government-based uh crafts if you will and those have aliens in them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I believe that they are real. There's too many sightings and I believe the panic, the Pentagon now is uh, officially like giving the thumbs up. UFOs are definitely real. For sure, burgers. Okay. Yeah. three o five seven. I want to so badly see one. Me too.
1: Actually, my dad and I a long time ago were like driving on I think we were in like Atlanta or something. Or maybe we were it was at night and we saw some lights that were doing some shit that like did not make sense and we were like did we
0: just see one my dad says he my dad says he saw one uh one night when he was uh uh a little bit of a yeah like a drug he my dad when he first moved down here he was a welder but he wasn't making a lot of money and he hooked up with this cuban guy and he would drive uh, this speedboat out into the middle of the, the ocean in the middle of the night and meet up with a huge cargo ship. And they would drop uh, like huge Drugs. barrels of fucking yeah, marijuana off of the side. And they would like, you know, pick him up and stash in the boat. And he said one night when he was out there waiting for the, the cargo ship to come, he said he saw one out there.
1: I a thousand percent believe. That I do story. too. Yeah, that's the s- story. And 305-741-3671, I want to hear your potential UFO sightings. Yeah. Give us the details because that right there, maybe it's just the the pageantry of the story there, but that is usually when I think, you know, it it happened. So you're out somewhere in the middle of nowhere. You know, there's not a lot of other people around. So there's not like a lot of people that can like, you know, corroborate the story. Cause that's when I feel like the UFOs show up. Mm-hmm. They know we're looking, of course. But they're they do. not gonna like you know come down in the middle of a White Sox game like like in Space Jam.
0: You know what I mean? That would be so cool if like the first like official UFO like when everyone's like all right they're out there is they just do like a flyover like on like during the Super Bowl. See, now you're thinking <laughs> that would be cool. All right,
1: now this one actually came up uh, on your birthday date, so I'm curious what your thought is here. Um, when you split a bill exactly 50, 50, do you have to disclose the tip of how much you are tipping to the other person that's paying?
0: Yeah. I always ask how much you tipping because I don't want you to outdo me. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Is that,
1: is your concern that they will be tipping more than you?
0: Yeah, well, uh, the, the concern is a concern that they're, they're tipping more than me. And then also, I want to know how much of a piece of shit you may or may not be.
1: Okay, so there's some judgment being cast at them.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Because your brother asked and uh, Elbow Baggins, you know, asked me how much we were tipping as we split it. And I was like, you know, everything was right down the middle. Mm-hmm. So to me, there was no reason why it would be any different. But I almost kind of wanted to hold back the same way that he like wouldn't let us hear his order.
0: I don't think that you're it's I I, I don't think that it's wrong if the if the person wants to hold back though.
1: Okay, so you're kind of doing a you got a foot in both. I want to
0: know and I'm going to ask you but if you if you want to reserve the right to like not tell me. I
1: feel like he would have tipped less than me.
0: Anyone that if you don't tell me what you're tipping, I know you're tipping less and now I'm tipping 30%.
1: Well, that's what I think is going on. Now, I don't ask Because I know whatever tip I'm going to leave will be appropriate. Yes. But as you, if you are the asker, I have a feeling like maybe you are insecure about your tip. And therefore, you might have to bump it up a couple bucks when I tell you what mine is.
0: Now, that's interesting because I have ran into several times where when I ask somebody and they go, oh, well, I'm going to tip this and I go, and it's like, wait, it's like, you know, five bucks more than the number that was in my head. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Now I have to. Well,
1: see, that's the double edged sword. Because yeah. if you ask and it's more than you were expecting, do you then feel shamed to then add more to your tip?
0: What I do is, oh, sh-, I go in my mind, I go, oh, shit. And then I go, oh, OK. And then. I just write down the $5 less that I less, would do, but yeah. then I, I, I let them know that I definitely did like we, the we are
1: going less. the same amount here, but then you go $5 yeah. less. Yeah, hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. You are a piece of shit.
0: Yep. Okay. Perfect.
1: Um, so this news came out today. Uh, Brady and Giselle might be going for divorce. They've hired a divorce lawyer. Um, is this all about football or is there something more there?
0: There's something more. Please
1: wildly speculate.
0: Uh, there's something more and I don't appreciate the people that are like, "Oh, it's because he uh, retired and unretired," you know. They've been having like this this ha- this has been happening for a while with them. Like, you know, are they getting divorced or not? This isn't the first time. It's clearly, bro, Tom Brady as he's the GOAT of football, but outside of football, The guy's a loser, probably. The Mm. guy's probably just fucking dry toast. You think so? Absolutely. Mm. You know what I mean?
1: I don't like how well he is cultivating his new kind of um, persona of, like, everything comes out under his brand. It's all about brand management. Mm -hmm. To me, that just, yeah, like, to me, that means that you're hiding some stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, you have some sex dolls in the closet, or maybe you're not. You kiss
0: your kids on the lips, dude. You fucking weirdo! You mouth kiss your fucking sons, bro. Hmm. You, s-
1: you think that's her problem? I I would start there. Hmm. Uh, imagine Basically what I think you're telling me is that Tom Brady's a piece of shit. Just go ahead and say it. Tom
0: Brady's a piece of shit because imagine mm. being married to a supermodel and then she leaves you and you go okay.
1: But you're the supermodel. And this is the second you're, supermodel you're, that you're the le- supermodel of your industry i mean you went from an ugly piece of shit to like a good-looking guy
0: this is true this
1: is true so like outside of your world she is the supermodel literally but inside your world you know you're kind of the the supermodel
0: this is his second supermodel now that has left him because people forget his first uh his first wife uh i don't even think it was
1: his wife he like just had a kid with her
0: no, it was his. Uh, all right, you know what? I, I think I they were dating
1: and just like had a kid. Together. I don't
0: think they were dating. I believe it um, was our, a, a, our
1: Patriot correspondent, uh, Steve. Mm-hmm. Please, please delve <laughs> yeah. into this for us. We're not looking up anything on. But on he Tom cheated Green. on her
0: and to with, with Giselle. Yeah. He I had mean, a, I believe, if, if you get this...
1: cheated on with with someone, if you are the person that someone cheats on someone else with, how can you ever be like. Secure in your relationship to not think that that person would then go do it to you at a later date. Right. Once you're old news. Right. That's probably what it is. Mm hmm. We've solved this. Boom. All right, let's move on. Um, I'm going to grab you, a beer while you do it. Okay. Um. Now, I know we've talked about this a little bit in the past. Um, and full disclosure, uh, my wife now does do our laundry. Hey, Right, but my question for you, as a single man out there, still getting after it, I see. I see you got some of the laundry right there. Yep, nice and folded. Do you wash your whites and your colored clothing together?
0: That's an urban myth.
1: What do you mean, an urban myth? That's... Back in the day, you couldn't do that. In the '80s and '90s, you couldn't do that.
0: First of all, the whites and the coloreds thing—oof, super racist. Yep. And second of all, that was back when people were like,
1: all right, the white bleach. the white the white
0: clothing and the
1: colorful clothing. Yes. Sounds less racist. Okay. Let's go with that. The white clothing and the colorful clothing.
0: Okay. Um that was back I, this is the my reason why I say it's an it, urban myth. You're,
1: is, you're saying you're 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 saying big laundry has something to do Big with
0: laundry it. has something to do with, because back in the day Remember, our parents used to use f- bleach with the whites.
1: I, f- I, f- <laughs> I feel like they always... I feel like, yes, yes, they did that. And I thought that that was always a thing.
0: It's not like You put one red shirt in there and everything's fucked. I feel like the people even now that separate the... What, what, what are we saying? The whites and the, the, white, the white clothing and the colorful clothing. I, I feel like the people that are separating the white clothing from the colorful clothing... Um, the segregationists the yes the kkk that do their laundry they're still washing their whites with tide
1: do you think it ever do you think like maybe any like civil rights activists like somehow infiltrated the kkk back in the day and threw like one like red or black shirt in with all of all of the Klansmen uh clothing and they all came out like pink the,
0: <laughs> that would <laughs> <laughs>
1: just to just to just to ruin it from the inside?
0: That would be hilarious. Like Al Sharpton should like totally come out, like should like partner up with like Armin like Arm and Hammer.
1: We need Spike Lee to make that movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Why didn't you add that in, in uh in Black Klansmen? You should have just had a guy go in there and, and throw a red shirt in there and now they're all pink.
0: Yeah. Mm. So you do. Yes. You throw them all in together. Of course. Okay. Yeah, I've been on a bachelor. I, I don't okay.
1: Now this is interesting. Um what is your iced coffee to hot coffee consumption ratio?
0: Oh, you you know this. I am full blown iced i all iced. always iced no i haven't had a hot in the
1: dead of frigid winter in south florida you still go iced
0: yeah oh yeah so my morning routine mm. i get up i make an espresso and then it's when it's done brewing cool it down i put it right in the freezer and then i come back about 35 minutes later and then i hit it hmm yep so no ice in it. You just put the whole
1: cup of coffee in the freezer. Because I it
0: to chill out, and then, then I take it after 35 minutes. I come out. I take it out of the freezer, and then I hit it with the hazelnut uh, coffee mate, mix that up, and then uh, I fill up my mug with ice. That so is my morning routine.
1: When I'd make iced coffee at the house, make the hot cup of joe. Immediately throw a bunch of ice into it and mix it up, and it's cold within like two seconds.
0: But now it's a watered down. Mm. Now it's watered down. And you're not getting that kick. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm full so blown ice.
1: Star- Starbucks came out uh, within the last week or so, and they said that they've seen a shift. Yeah. And so, what would your percentage of coffee sales from Starbucks do you think are? Hot versus iced?
0: Um, I would say it's probably leaning more towards iced. So what percentage would you go? I'm going to say 70-30. So you weren't far off.
1: 75% of Starbucks uh, coffee orders are now iced coffee, which was a little shocking to me. I did not think Why it would be Why is that high? shocking
0: though? Because wouldn't you say I mean at least I maybe I'm just I'll speak for myself. My first introduction to Starbucks coffee was through the frappuccino, which is a an absolute sham of uh calling yeah, it a coffee drink. I'm sorry. Because it's a coffee smoothie and there's no way you're going to tell me that there's enough caffeine in there. Uh um, So I'm not surprised by the ice thing.
1: Well, I think for me, it's more of just a function of where we live, right? That, that's why I drink iced. Because we live in sunny South Florida. It's always fucking 85 degrees. And it's really hard to kind of get up in the morning and have a hot cup of Joe. Now, if I lived, if you know me and Scotty Pipes were up, up in Buffalo, I'd probably go hot more often.
0: Uh, me, me as well.
1: But even when it's cold out, even when I'm in Atlanta or somewhere and it's cold, I I still go iced at this point. Yeah, me too. Because I have a very sensitive heat tolerance, and I'm not going to wait 30 minutes to drink my cup. I want it now, and I want to drink it now.
0: Okay, okay. So
1: that's how I... But but that was a little shocking to me, because I was a little surprised at 75% of all orders for coffee from and maybe the iced mocha frappuccino shit or whatever is part of that.
0: I think that's why because when you see like even like the pumpkin spice latte and like the 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 pumpkin cream cold brew like those are just those are the new things.
1: <sighs> Either way, I thought it was interesting though. 7 3 out of 4 are are now iced instead of hot. So that that was pretty interesting. Okay, I got three more. Um If you start to, like, really lose your hair, would you consider a toupee?
0: No. No. Not only would I not consider a a toupee, if I were to start, if I had, like... I mean, toupees
1: are very, like, 70s, right? Like, there's not a lot of people in the world out here doing the toupee thing anymore right that's true yeah if you're doing it's a a dying it's a dying breed
0: yeah if you're doing a toupee in 2022 you clearly don't have cable and you don't get the bosley commercials
1: well that's actually i'm glad that, that that you segued over there so if you were going like either prematurely gray or you went gray you know very quickly would you ever put color in it
0: Um, this is, um, this is interesting because,
1: because the toupee, I think we can both agree like that's very gimmicky. That's like, you're going to be worried that people are going to notice, but like the hair coloring is something that like, if you started before it went like fully white or gray, I mean, you could integrate that in and, and you could keep people fooled for,
0: for 20 years. I wouldn't. I've thought about this before. I wouldn't do it in my hair, but beard stuff, I'm I'm thinking about it. Beard stuff,
1: you're thinking about it. Now you don't have. I mean, you and I are both kind of at the age where we're just starting to get a little bit kind of in the chin area. Yeah, but you're saying in a, in like maybe five years, you might you might even start getting some just for uh, just for bear.
0: I might salt it. You might salt. it? I might salt bay.
1: Hmm.
0: Salt Bay should start. He should start a uh, grooming company. Mm. uh, Like, you know, what's it it called? Like, what are they called? Just the. Just the salt. Just a shade. Just just the salt. Yeah.
1: Just the salt. So Salt Bay does it. It's just the salt. But you you still have some like dark hair. And it turns it all white.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Salt Bay, if you're listening, which I know you're a fan.
0: Yep. Okay.
1: Now, this is a big one right here. Very interested where you're going to go. You're taking a public dump, okay?
0: Very unusual for Alex.
1: Okay. But you're taking a dump somewhere public, and let's just say... You don't know everyone, but you know some of the people milling about. I don't hold back. Okay, but here's the question. Would you rather them hear you, or would you rather them smell you?
0: Hear. I'm definitely, I want them to hear, I'm not holding back, but as soon as that thing uh, leaves my body and plops down, flush.
1: Flush. So like it drops right in. Courtesy flush. Drops right in and goes just directly down. Courtesy flush. So you'd rather them hear you than smell you.
0: Yeah, because hearing me establishes dominance. Smelling me... Um, now you know my personality. You're just rotting from the inside. Yeah.
1: Okay, 305 We need to know, you're taking a dump in a public place. Some of the people that may or may not come into the bathroom know who you are. Would you rather them smell you? Or would you rather them hear you? Yes. Very important question. Very. I think... I think i'm I think I'm going the same route I think for the, probably the same reason yeah um if you hear me letting something go I think you're gonna be like that that man's like a unit that's a machine right there yeah that, that body is made to break down food and that's a that's just a a a human doing what they're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. if you smell
0: it now you know what I had for breakfast you know oh he had a western omelette
1: yeah and you're just also like. That guy can't break down food well. He's probably a piece of shit. I know he's a piece of shit. I can smell it.
0: Yeah, like, you know, you know bless his wife.
1: Yeah. Okay, so or her husband. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we need to know smell it or hear it. Okay. Yeah. Now this last one is the last one I got for you. Just gonna toss it right in your lap.
0: NFTs. What happened? um they have they've been sussed out they have been sussed out they uh a full investigation has happened Mm. um and they are a fraud but the real question is crypto are you gonna meet the same fate Mm. because hope not you know if we're going by the smell test Kind well, of seeming like I that. I would
1: say crypto has technically been around for a lot
0: longer, but it's a, but it's essential. It, it's it's not essential. They're tied. They're tied to one another. They for sure. have uh, the same principles, same foundations of uh, legitimacy, if you will.
1: I I would say NFTs rise and fall at least to this point were much quicker. And much faster.
0: Did you see the guy this week? It happened down in Miami, I believe, who had a, uh, an original, uh, what's her name? Uh, what's the, uh, famous,
1: the ape yachts or the,
0: uh, the famous, uh, Mexican, uh, Frida Frida Kahlo. Frida Kahlo. Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: With, he, with that big old mustache. Was it mustache? Oh, uni-brow. unibrow. Yeah. Unibrow.
0: And he the had an, mu- the mustache of your eyes. Right and he uh he had an original and he at his i think it was his birthday party he burned the original printing of it and everyone was like why did you do that and he was like well i already own the nft of it so this doesn't matter
1: um click save image i also own that right uh and that's the biggest thing about you're it. a piece
0: of shit you're you're yeah
1: that's a such a miami thing too like that's um, uh, I guarantee you. Yeah, my God, it's that I that, did not hear that.
0: Yeah, I, the, the, and that's, that's, in and, and that's just goes to show you why NFTs are bullshit. Because you're like, wait, why, Alex? That actually shows that NFTs are important. No, actually, it shows you why NFT NFTs are bullshit because they're digital. Any anything that is digital content literally has zero value. You can put a little bit on it, but once it becomes digital content, it's for anyone can take it, they can screen grab it, they can take the audio, they can take the video, and it's done after that. I don't care what you say. Oh, you own that fucking stupid drunken monkey fucking catalog? Guess what? I screenshot it and I put it up in my fucking room. Mm. And it looks just as good as yours. Mm. And that's the difference.
1: Is are NFTs basically just the print version of an original for like a piece of art? NFTs like the like the like the print version of something that you printed off the internet or something doesn't have any actual value. No, but the original does. Yes, that guy fucking just you know lost a couple hundred k burning that up, and that NFT is worth nothing. Nothing. I have it. Right. Click, click save.
0: Click save. Okay. Yeah. NFTs are. They have. They have met their eventual downfall. Do and you I,
1: think? Do you think they're going to go away like
0: completely? I think they already have. I think the market is already pretty much buried them. You and don't an see NBA
1: Top Shot. Where are you?
0: Yeah. Like no one's selling them. No one's vying for them. NFTs. And I think cryptocurrency is going to meet its same fate mm, because there's disagree. Well because you have money in it, yes, like an idiot mm. so how's that going by the way yeah that's what I thought we're down right now yeah but not out and you've been down for a while
1: uh, no
0: because people aren't backing it and, and, and it's not because cryptocurrency isn't is is a is a you know some 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 fallacy uh, what's the word fallacy a fallacy thank you it's because uh banks own the fucking world and banks Will not uh, Morgan Stanley will not allow cryptocurrency to ever flourish because once cryptocurrency flourishes, Wells Fargo and Bank of America and you know the Dubai banks, you don't mean shit anymore, and see, they will lobby and make sure that that uh, cryptocurrency will never ever be a thing. See, I think it's actually, that's always my worry with cryptocurrency. I,
1: I think it's actually going to be the other way around, and I would liken it to how marijuana is being legalized everywhere, but anywhere that it's, it's not already legal, they're slowing the process down just as the banks are so that they can essentially become part of the infrastructure of it where you see down here even, right. It's not, it's, it's medically legal, but not recreational, but you see, um, dispensaries all over the place. Yes. So it's one of those situations where, Once they figure out how to work their claws into it, I think it's going to be much more prominent um, the same way that that weed is is and will be legal in Florida. But it isn't yet while the people work their way into the system and then can make sure that they get some of the money from it. Yeah. So they won't allow it to happen where they're completely cut out of it. But once they're into it and they have their claws into it and they're part of the matrix, then they will allow it to happen. Yeah. That's how I see it.
0: Yes, I agree. So um, that's uh, interesting, though. Before we get into the peacock, I wanted to ask you: Did you see who was um, uh, who the half the Super Bowl halftime show so is this I'm, year?
1: I'm glad you brought that up because I was at first very disappointed,
0: as, as was I,
1: because we originally there were rumors swirling about that our girl Tay Tay Swift. Was going to be the halftime show. Right. Which immediately made my excitement and anticipation of the show plummet. Yes. Just like the NFTs. Yes. And then we got some, I think, both, what we can both agree was some very good news that the new queen, Rihanna, is going to be doing the halftime. Rihanna's back. Rihanna is back. She had the baby, plopped it out, ready to go. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get your thoughts, feelings, questions, concerns, because I think we both had the same, and I don't know this, I'm not going to speak for you, but I thought we both had the same feeling of, oh, this is going to suck. I'm not looking forward to this at all, to totally reinvigorated, very excited to see what's going to happen here.
0: So I am not, too excited for Rihanna just because Rihanna's whole entire pop culture existence hmm. is really based around sexuality. And I, I, I'm hoping that her guests, she's got some good guests like that are going to, because you know, there's always the mystery. It's, I think it's performers. Rihanna
1: and like Rockefeller, well, Jay Z, yeah, and friends or something. Yeah. So, you know, she's going to bring out some unnamed but probably very interesting side pieces
0: yeah so i'm interested to see like who she brings out um definitely better than taylor swift but just a tick better that really yeah i know it's a it's a weird I, that's a weird upset it, for it's me a, i know you're surprised by it but it's only because i mean what's rihanna done man She hasn't done shit.
1: Recently, the what have you done for me lately crowd. Like, are you going to come
0: out and do, I mean, you're obviously going to come out and do like Umbrella and like come on Rude Boy. But it's like, yo, when did those come out, Jordan?
1: But typically, I understand where you're coming from. But usually, kind of like the same way you get into like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or like any of these big things. They only anoint people that are certified stars for an extended period of time to become a halftime show. You don't see the one hit wonders. You don't see the people that have only put out one good album. You have to have a legitimate catalog Yes, to be on the halftime show, Yes, right? Yes. And so I think she has the legitimate catalog. Absolutely. I I could very much see Drake coming out.
0: Mm, I think there's still Bad Blood there. Bad Blood? He was in love, dude. Mm. There's if Drake comes out, that would be cool.
1: I could see Mike will made it coming out. You yes. know something. I, I I have a feeling that she is going to genuinely surprise you who I know is going to be very critical of it as as you are of anyone mm-hmm. that is uh that you're holding that standard to mm-hmm. but I, I and I'm look I'm not full disclosure even like the biggest rihanna fan right but I think she's put out a lot of good music and a lot of her stuff to me is very catchy
0: I think you can like f- I would put all my chips in the middle of the table you will see DJ cald as one of the guests.
1: Yeah? Yeah. We're over him, though.
0: We can't stand him.
1: Yeah. God didn't do it. Okay?
0: Another one? Please, God, no.
1: So that'll be interesting, because I'm actually pretty excited for it. Um, You know, I think, I I thought the NFL was doing, like, the, okay, we're going to give you the hip-hop, finally, like, last year. Right. Which I thought was a good show. It was good. I don't think it was any better than like J Lo and Shakira.
0: J-Lo and Shakira was like the shit. The Lady Gaga one was pretty fucking good. And then I mean You know,
1: but like I do you expect it to be better than like a Bruno Mars? Uh no. Bruno Mars, I thought, killed it. Bruno Mars. Before I was even
0: really a fan of it. Did it twice. That's how yeah. that's how you know how good you are if they bring you back again. So I think though
1: that the nfl made a good choice here and hopefully that tay was never truly an option um but I, i'm i'm pretty excited for rihanna i think she will definitely bring some big names out i think they're gonna put together a very cool show and to me she is a bad
0: bitch and also too that's very exciting is because rihanna hasn't put shit out in a while like i said you now we can expect a brand new album to come out. Probably, the, like you, it would be very stupid of her PR and like label to like not uh, piggyback on that.
1: Yeah, uh, I would expect an album come January. Yeah, you know, so with enough time for everyone to listen to it, and then she incorporates some of those like songs that end up becoming big, like into it.
0: Now, if I was Jay Z and I was in charge, mm. I, I think like if you were to knock it out of the park if you had Lizzo Lizzo, Lizzo be be a guest li, No Lizzo be the halftime the show half-time That one show. would have been pretty cool I think
1: Now see this is where we go back to it I don't know if she's been around or has the catalog She's got what one like one hit like complete album right She's got two, two.
0: albums out now and
1: I don't know if that's enough
0: But she's just hot. I'm just saying that's who I would have guessed.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think she'd be great going out there and somehow doing like, you know, like, let's just say they threw her like Rihanna. You have Lizzo come out and then you throw just because of Jay-Z, you throw Beyonce out there. Yeah. Right. Right there. Now you just you've just no, no, no. You've you've brought that up to a new level. I mean, you have three absolute queens on the yeah, stage. Yeah, now we're cooking. Yeah? yeah. Would, that do, would that move your monkey?
0: Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, so
1: I'm excited to see what comes. Absolutely. Mm. That's why you're my guy. That's why you're my guy. Okay, so we'll we'll wait to see juries out on this, but we will be discussing it. Yes. The weekend after, we will probably uh, both make another Super Bowl bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we did last year, we'll be laying plenty of action on the game. And uh, we will definitely be breaking that down after that, yes. uh, after after the show. Um, are you ready to get into this? I am ready. Let's do it. Let's go.
0: Right, this week's Peacock in Music is a peacock I've had in the back burner for a while. It's, you know, I say this a lot, um, but this one is is a true peacock to me personally. Um, I'll never forget when my father showed me the liner notes of selected albums and said that this guy is is the man Mm. this week's peacock is none other than klaus vermin klaus vermin klaus vermin april 29th 1938 still alive whoa i you you saw me crossing the fingers
1: there hoping they were still alive and when you said 38 i said probably not
0: klaus verman he's still with us born in berlin germany uh studied graphic arts uh and i will not try to pronounce the no go ahead of the i didn't even write it down because there were so many let why do. Why do Germans have so many goddamn letters in their language?
1: I just like the umlauts.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he- Heimlich University. <laughs> right. It was. It was something with a lot of K's. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, study graphic arts uh, in college. Uh, uh, after graduate, what's up? Already <laughs> number one question. Uh, well, no, you're you're. I'm
1: doing the math. So 1938. But I guess when you say graphic arts, when I think graphic like arts I'm thinking I'm thinking uh you know on a computer. Yeah. And so graphic arts has obviously gotta be
0: like This is before this is actual graphics. Uh-oh. This is actual graphics. There he is. There, there he is. Alright, so we have this, we have this, this is actually a perfect point in time. Yeah. Because we're just starting the peacock here. And I have the mic, the hot mic set up uh our 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 boy a little bit of a devil's three-way a little bit of a (laughs) devil's three-way we've got nate p what's up bud yo yo what's up what up uh nate p and i we're going to a show tonight uh as we are one to do and uh nate was uh nate is the other the third part of the magical uh band that your wife jordan and i were in uh nate played guitar Correct. and um wrote a ton of songs too uh and and we are happy to have him here i just started the peacock hell yeah what's up dude what up what up so i'll start from the beginning yes this week's peacock is klaus vermin okay. now do
1: you know who, do you know who that is klaus vermin no, no one Sounds knows who klaus Vermin. i is had a feeling as you were teeing it up saying that your dad showed you this when i hear those words I know there's like a 2% chance that I know who they are.
0: No one knows this guy, and he's been on the docket for a while, and it's now time for the world to know who this absolute genius is. Okay. So like I said, he's born in Berlin, Germany. uh, Studied graphic arts uh, in college there. But uh, once he was done with college, he uh, got into a fight with his then uh, girlfriend, Mm. and he had to walk away. As we are one to do as men, we have to get get the fuck away. Mm, And he he was walking down uh, the St. Paul district in Hamburg, Germany, and he heard music coming from the Kaiser Keller Club. So he walks down the Kaiser Keller Club and... He, he he walks in And it's rock and roll playing And at this point he's never heard rock and roll Before he doesn't know what it is This is what like mid 60's This is yeah this is about This is probably yeah like 60 This is probably about 63, 64 Just yeah. when rock and roll was getting good So he walks downstairs To the Kaiser Keller Club And the first band that he walks in on That is playing is Rory Storm And the Hurricanes I like that name Rory Storm, the Hurricanes consists of Rory Storm, obviously, uh, Ty Bryan, Lou Walters, and Richie Starkey. Now, ready for trivia? Mm-hmm. Richie Starkey is the uh, it's Ringo Starr. Okay, no you, didn't
1: through, yeah, he, you didn't even get <laughs> through. You didn't even get through the question and give <laughs> us a chance. Even
0: help yourself. You're like it's. You would have never known. No shit. Yeah. So. Richie Starkey was the is the drummer for uh, for Rory Storm and the Hurricanes, and he didn't even really want to like you know be in their band because he kind of had like another band going on.
1: I was about to say sixty three sixty four weren't the weren't the Beatles kind of already a
0: thing by then? Uh, l- a little bit, a fringe. Okay, mm. but he didn't really want to like you know join the band. But the uh, Rory Storm said, "Yo, whenever we play." There's so much ass at our fucking concerts. You gotta come. Like, mm. I guarantee you, you're gonna get laid yeah. and paid every time he said, sign me up. <laughs> I mean,
1: if that doesn't, if that's not what gets you into rock and roll, then you're doing it wrong. Yeah, for
0: real. That's not rock. So, uh, Rory, Storm, and the Hurricanes go on. They're playing. They're doing, they're doing the thing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the next band that followed them, the Beatles. Wow. Okay, so that was more of like a little warm-up thing for him. Because the huh. thing that people don't know, like a little early on history with the Beatles, they really got their start, like, you know, obviously like in Liverpool and London, like in like the little clubs there, but they were very big early on in fucking Germany. Mm. Did not know that they at were, all. The the Beatles were huge in Germany. Like when they like were playing like the little underground clubs in Germany... The German fucking Nazis, lo- uh, uh, the German people, loved the Beatles. I'm picturing... Just, What's so funny, Nate? Nothing. What's so funny?
1: I'm picturing Hitler just, like, up in... Or down in his bunker, just,
0: like... Smoking meth. It's like, these guys are hit. These guys yeah, slap. Yeah, <laughs> these, these guys, guys are going to be good. Oh, We're going to...
1: when Once we take over the world, we're going to kill everyone in London. But not free, these guys. He's basing meth. He's
0: like, these guys slap, dude. Yeah. You know? um so klaus uh sees the beatles and as anyone at that point in time blows his mind he is left speechless Mm. and he immediately goes home to uh his two roommates and says we gotta start a band and he starts teaching himself the bass guitar and piano and flute and like all of the he's just now like rock and roll blew his mind love that yeah so uh well, and like I said, the Beatles were very big in Germany, like as people don't know. So the Beatles were hanging out in that St. Paul district uh, in in Hamburg. And Klaus, he's a graphic designer, is still really at this point. And he goes up to John Lennon and he hands him a record sleeve of artwork that he made. And he was like, hey, like, I kind of made this. Like, what do you think? Like, you want to use it like, on your next album? At this point, the Beatles' uh, first album had come out. You know, they're obviously big. Uh, John Lennon. Was was the first album, was that Sergeant Peppers? No, the Beatles' very first album, in, in their, very, their first three albums are very up in the air. It was like, are they albums, are they not? Uh, the first one I think was called, like, Meet the Beatles, mm. you know? and even like the early Beatles stuff, like their their early albums, half of it was just cover songs mm. shit. You know, okay. just like Chuck Berry cover songs. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he hands the record art, the artwork that he just, you know, sweated over the John Lennon. John Lennon crumbles it up and throws it away. Mm-hmm. Rock and roll, baby. Yeah. He says, we're all set. The main guy here in the St. Paul district is uh, Sue Sutcliffe. He's the go-to guy. Who are you? No. Crumbles it up. Goodbye, AOL. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, once that happens, uh, uh, Klaus now, you know, he's, he's, he's in a band. You know He's learning his interests. They're, no, they're nothing big. But he makes a decision. He goes, i got to leave Germany. And he moves to London. Good move. Moves to mm-hmm. London. And guess who he moves in with. Uh, Eric Clapton. Um,
1: he's a bassist. Um,
0: Don't overthink it. John Lennon. <laughs> George Harrison and Ringo Starr. Close or should enough. should I say Richie Stark? There you go. Wow. He moves in with George Harrison and Ringo Starr. What a couple of roomies. Yeah. Um, so moves in with them. They obviously like take to him. They love him. And he's still like at this point known for his art, and um, he now again goes up to John Lennon.
1: I mean, if you always took you know if you always went up to John Lennon with your first drawing and he crumbled it up and threw it away because you're a piece of shit, and you never went back to John Lennon and gave him another piece, where would this world be? Where would this world be? Hmm.
0: So Let's he say. goes up to him and he says, "Hey." Hey, it's me. <laughs> I know what you did. I saw you throw it in the trash, <laughs> but I have another one for you. And at this point, the Beatles are the Beatles, and they have they have cut their new record. And he's he gives them you know the new album artwork, and John Lennon says, "Hell yeah, brother, let's do this. I like this a lot." And it, can you say it the way that John Lennon would have said it though, please? <laughs> Listen, mate. Listen, mate. This shit's (laughs) bitching. Killed it. Okay, nice, 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 nice. Killed it. I don't know if that was...
1: Australian or... He said,
0: said, listen, mate. Mate. You are absolutely mental. This (laughs) album artwork is absolutely mental. Yes, 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 queen. God (laughs) save the queen. There you go. R.I.P. Killed it. So, um, that album is Revolver. And as anyone knows, the album artwork for Revolver is the most exquisite artwork of any early rock and roll like albums of all time, and just to really hammer it home, guess who won the Grammy for best fucking album artwork? I'm looking at it now. Guess who won it?
1: He did. Our guy. He did.
0: Klaus Wilben. klaus
1: No shit. Persistent. Persistent. Didn't give up.
0: So, um. He uh now he's got a little cachet, he's living with the he's living with the Beatles, you know, revolver, blah blah blah. Uh, um He's now He's he's got his shit together with the music. And people are noticing him. And he joins the band uh Manfred Man. Hmm. Uh which Manfred Men uh Man with two Ns is uh, an amazing English band a lot like Jack Bruce was in that band um, and, and as you know Jack Bruce is the uh, got his bass, fingers
1: in a lot of pies Jack
0: Bruce is the famous uh, bassist guitarist for Cream with Eric Clapton mm-hmm. was way before all of that stuff and he joins Manfred and Men and he joins them after turning down the Hollies and the Moody Blues wow yeah sought after it's always interesting when you bring up
1: the oh, you not, love the, it. It not the yes, but who did you say no to? Because <laughs> once we always do the speculation of like what could have been, right? You know where would it have taken not only this person but that band, right? But that I think is that super interesting part of like the '60s when this music was growing at such an exponential rate that it was kind of like a. Everyone's—it's like musical chairs, literally, where people are rushing to get into the chairs of where they're gonna be. But if the song had been playing a, a second longer, everyone would have been in different spots. Right. And what would have happened to music at that point if that had happened? Yeah.
0: Right. Right. So uh he joins Manfred man Like you know, they have they have you know their their mini success. Manfred Mann's like they should be way bigger than they are, but it's all good. Bowie dipped a little bit in Manfred in Mann. Man, mm. No biggie. And but he now then he becomes like a session musician. Um and he's plays on Harry Nielsen stuff. He plays on a bunch of Lou Reed stuff, Carly Simon shit. But he also hooks up again, connecting back to the Beatles, he uh he hooks up with uh, Yoko Ono and the Yoko Ono plastic band. bitch. And this is before the you know the Beatles like break up mm, because this wow you know Yoko thought she could do her shit and she like and John's like all right I'll hook you up with all these like cool ass musicians and she starts the Yoko Ono Plastic Band with uh Klaus Vermin um this guy Alan Wright who's you know whatever he's kind of an arbiter and Eric Clapton is is on that album too Oh okay mm. and so hooks up with them he plays in the Plastic Ono Band and stuff but then immediately after the Plastic Ono all that stuff the Beatles disband you know, it's, it's, uh, 19, I believe, I believe the, you know, 70, 71. No, the Beatles expanded in like 67, 66. They, people always think that they were like on the, like, you know, right behind Led Zeppelin, but they weren't. They, they, they broke up like right after fucking that, uh, that, uh, I have the date here. What is it? 69. That, that all changed
1: on April 10th. 1970, when an ambiguous Paul McCartney self-interview was seized upon by the international media as the official announcement of the Beatles' breakup. But what I'm sure happened was it was probably heading for divorce sooner than that. Yeah,
0: you, you, you created a yeah. great transition for Alex. Because <laughs> when the Beatles disbanded... The Beatles disbanded, which is something, again, maybe something people a lot, a lot of people don't know... The Beatles disbanded because, like, you know, people always do the Yoko Ono, uh, John Lennon thing. But really, the Beatles, the choice to break up that band was Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. Paul was fed up with John Lennon and his shit. Yeah. Right. And, and, cause the, like, especially George Harrison and Ringo, Ringo was like, I'll do whatever you want. Like, nice. Mm-hmm. It was Paul McCartney that wanted to leave. He wanted yeah. to go off and do his own thing. He was thing getting too big wings. for his britches. Yeah. yeah, And so he left. And you know, when he left, Ringo, John, and George, and remember at that remember at this point in time, that last album that they did, Billy Preston was on, mm-hmm. and uh, John Lennon went to uh, Klaus Voorman and said, "Yo, you play bass, right? You want to." replace John uh, Paul McCartney on bass and we'll start a new band called The Ladders. And Klaus and everybody was like, fuck yeah, dude, let's do it. Everyone's on board. It ends up the whole thing with the Beatles becomes an an absolute fucking shock to the world. The press is going nuts and it gets so way too big. The media, it gets so big that they're like, yo, we can't do The Ladders. Yeah, We can't do it. It's it's it's, it wasn't it's too gonna work out. yeah it's 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 way too much we can't do it so they it, it doesn't end up wow. uh, becoming into uh, fruition but uh, Klaus stays close with Harrison because George Harrison saw that well they were guy, roomies they were roomies he's yeah, like this guy's cool. a beast and Klaus Vermin plays um, uh, the organ. Um and the base on all things must pass for George Harrison. Mm. He goes on to play with Rod Stewart, Donovan. Like he like oh. Klaus Verman is one of those guys, if you buy a record in the sixties and turn that motherfucker around and, and read the, the liner notes, he's on it. Mm. Mm. He's on it. So Klaus Verman is your peacock in music this week.
1: Ah. Oh, now um, I want to back up just a minute um, because as you heard uh, when you said her name, I said bitch and I need Alex's, the well-fed boys official take on the shut the funk up podcast of Yoko Ono.
0: Yoko Ono is it's, 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 is she the scapegoat? No. and And that's what's fucked up. That's what's fucked up about Yoko is like, oh, she broke up the band. She didn't break up the band. She did and she didn't. Mm. Now, when you watch that brilliant documentary that's on uh, Apple TV about their last album that they recorded, she is not only all up in it, she's sitting side by side with like John Lennon when they're like trying to like riff and put together songs and she's like singing over them it's so over the top, so not cool. As you know, you know, you and I were in a fucking band together, Nate. It would be so fucking annoying if you and I had like uh, a girlfriend sitting in on our sessions when we're trying to make music and she's openly not only like having like opinions, but you or I are letting her have the opinion. Yeah. So that's what's fucked up about Yoko Ono. Just because of who she is. Right. Yeah. But she was, she was a creative own. ass person and I think what people need to realize is you have to step back and because Yoko was creative as fuck, man. Yoko Ono was creative as shit. And the stuff that she did with John, like what's it called? The the band or the album uh, Fantasy, something fantasy. It's a brilliant album. Yoko is brilliant. So
1: what she she sings?
0: She sings and yeah, she sings and and John plays it back and the guitar. Yeah. But but even like the Yoko Ono Plastic Band that like Clapton and, and and Klaus are on. It's a brilliant album. Hmm. It, it so you can't take that away from her. Yeah. But you have to put, and this is the thing that I think is fucked up. People don't put the blame on Lennon. Okay. Lennon allowed that to happen. Yeah. And, um. That's I don't I, I, I don't say that she broke up the band, but, you know, it was Lennon that really broke up that band, allowing to, like Yoko to have like, you know, sit on sessions and, you know, have say like she would like John would show up late all the time to sessions with her. Mm-hmm. And it was just it was very obvious, you know, that she, you know, it's, it's like that friend that you have that finally finds the girl and he, that they fall madly in love with and you wait fin- are are you calling me the yoko ono of your band yeah <laughs> yes thank you is i that, didn't want to but is that is that the vibe you're yeah. getting well i are mean you, the you know
1: there was times where you guys would be performing and i'd have my finger in my ear and i was trying oh to get the right p- 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 pitch, you know and i and i
0: was Yo- that Yoko Jordan Am I what Yoko Juno Yoko Yoko Juno that's me Yoko Juno Yoko Juprick yep <laughs>
1: Now i'm just looking up uh 89 years old Yoko Ono still alive Um i would i would love to pick her in the in in next year's death pool but i'm just afraid those the Japanese they just live forever <laughs> yeah, Now don't do that Now just a just a quick little guess here um i love that you think that she's japanese
0: is she not (laughs) what is she she's chinese what they a race, live forever. What a racist piece of shit. Wow. They live forever, Nate, too. You hear this guy? Canceled. What a piece <laughs> of shit. You called me Yoko Juno. Oh, <laughs> Nothing. shit. Yeah, you're right. Okay, my bad. Okay, you're right. Yo- now, you know, like that? the Juno,
1: like the Keyboard Juno? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, come now, on. Uh, uh, just, now, just, uh, this has got to be because of, of <laughs> Lennon, but just a quick little guess. What do you think, uh, as of 2022, Yoko
0: uh, Juno's net worth is? Um, I hate these questions. I love these questions. Oh my god, I hate I mean, this. Uh, 20 mil, that's crazy. Uh, 20
1: million from Bear. Are you gonna go above, below prices go, right? I, I was gonna go lower, lower, lower. Yeah. Okay, what are you going with? I'm gonna go, I'll go 10 700 million. Oh my god, yeah. So, that's the only reason I I thought it was worth she's it. She's worth seven hundred million. Seven hundred million dollars. Yoko Juno.
0: Just a see. Team. So yeah. so that means John Lennon had to. Like I would think most of the masters or something. I would like think how, yeah, the rights what?
1: of Lennon probably went yeah. to her. And that that's the only way that I could figure out how she got to that amount. That's right? Crazy. Yeah. Seven hundred million dollars. That's, that's like. That's that's Seinfeld
0: money right there. And just a little, (laughs) just a nice little, because your boy is a walking musical encyclopedia. Just a little Mm. wrinkle for you. May Ping, May Ping is also, as Jordan says, another Japanese person. (laughs) John Lennon cheated on Yoko Ono with this chick May Ping. Yoko Ono, yeah. (laughs) And May Ping had a huge influence on uh, on John Lennon, uh, especially once he departed from the Beatles. Um, but May Ping gets swept under the rug. No one knows about her. I always feel bad for her because everyone thinks about Yoko. But John was just about that sweet and sour life. Mm. Yeah. Now, I'm the racist
1: piece of shit when you say sweet and sour life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just just wanted to confirm that. That's Chinese food. You're right. At least you're No almost, if I said sashimi, that would have been fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Soy sauce. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got uh, it. Okay. What a what a peacock. Yeah. Wow. So there's Klaus Bremen. Bremen. I remember now that you uh I now told that I'm I'm him. thinking about it and I think you don't ever tell me uh who the peacocks Are going to be each week but I feel like very early on you've probably had this one in the holster since like you started coming up with the concept for this podcast yeah because I think we had mentioned him or you had mentioned him in passing i like years ago yes so only after you telling me about the album art did I remember that uh, the what you had you had mentioned and that's
0: something to like bring back like the album artwork he did the album artwork for revolver he did the album artwork for the Bee Gees' first album, Bee Gees' first, way before fucking Saturday Night Fever. Mm-hmm. He did the album artwork for um like just tons of like bands, and that's what I think is like so cool about Klaus is he was just such a creative person that he also he did graphic stuff and he like it, it's to this point and I and the, this is where like I say thank you, Dad. You when I hear Beatles records or old like Stones records and stuff. You can hear his organ. You can hear his bass. He plays the flute. You can hear his touch mm-hmm. on all of those things, and that is why he is an absolute peacock.
1: He's got his own sound, mm-hmm. his own. Yeah, he was very just, cool. His favorite. Yeah, very cool.
0: Yeah, got you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, finish this off here. So um,
1: one of I think everyone's favorite segments here, uh, and it's very fitting as the Braves go for their uh, their fifth. Uh, straight NL East title. Um, there, there's a couple things here. One, I want to bring back a, an off-there John Rocker. Uh, I believe, now that we've been we've been combing through the list, because we have a little surprise for you guys coming up, um, that our first entry into the off-there John Rocker, uh, Kanye West. Oh, did why? You, why
0: did we put him in there?
1: Uh, well, did you see at his show
0: last week? Yeah, I uh, saw him sticking up for us. Yeah.
1: So, oh, if you didn't see, he had a White Lives
0: Matter shirt. On. I think it would have been better if he would have posted... Nate, did you see this White Lives Matter shirt that he I did? I just, like, read about it today. I didn't uh, see It would have been her. so much better if it was it was the Candace Owen that really was, like, oh.
1: Uh... Right? Like, if she had distanced her, herself from him.
0: Now, did you see... Because the back of the, the t-shirt that said White Lives Matter... Do you know what was on the front of the T-shirt? <laughs> no. Yes. Yes, dude. Guess what, who? Guess who was on the front of the shirt? Tell me, it's Trump. John Paul II, uh, a pope. No. What?
1: what? So what does that mean, bro? No one knows. So I, I just wanted to bring this up because I have. This is a transition to. <laughs>
0: Yo, Kanye, uh-huh. yo, Kanye, uh-huh.
1: literally, who are your friends? Well, the funny thing uh. is now you're seeing a lot uh. of other black people just being like, nah, son. Like, we
0: we were with you through all this bullshit. Dude, what's his name? Jaden uh, Smith? Jaden you know, Smith, Like, yeah. you know, who he's like a fringe off your John Rocker. He even was like, he was out in Paris for Fashion Week, and he was like, I left. I had to leave. Yeah. Because I didn't want to be caught in photos of being there. Like as if I was supporting it. Yeah. Now another Like Kanye, what are you doing? White lives matter? Listen, bro. No We we
1: don't need you. We don't we don't we don't want to claim you. We don't (laughs) need your help. We don't actually our lives don't matter compared to the other ones that do need to matter.
0: And you know damn well this is how it went. Hey, you know damn well this is how it went. Kanye pulled up to fa- Paris Fashion Week. White Lives Matter, right? You know he pulled up, right? You know damn well. Candace Owen was there, and she was like, "Yo, where'd you get? The- Yo, what well, that shit's dope. Where'd you get that?
1: Now, oh god, I got
0: there in the trunk." I got yeah, going. I was about to say, "What's your size?"
1: He no, he already had he already had her sized up by like a lowly intern like a week before, and he goes, "I got that.
0: I got that medium right here for you, babe." Kanye. <laughs> not only went into the the pool of racism, he dove in headfirst. He said, Candace Owens, get in here. Let's take a fucking pic together, dude. The kid is wild.
1: Yeah. He is really leading this pack of just absolute fucking
0: idiots. And and, and I'm going to cut you off, and I'm sorry. And I'm going to cut you off all fucking jokes aside all fucking jokes aside yo so absolutely fucked up what you did You're, so yeah fucking i i don't really care to know what you were trying to get at but so divisive and so fucked up man He
1: is totally gone from, like, someone that that entire industry lifted up as a genius. And literally, like, the Levitard always shows, like, the show always talks about, like, you end up becoming, like, a caricature of yourself when you get to that level of fame. And to me, he's now just, like, an empty, hollow existence of a person. And it, like, doesn't even, like, what he is gives no value back to... The community, the industry, anything anymore.
0: I hope yeah. so fucking much because let's be real. Hey guys, can we be real here? Be and real. Nate, and we have Nate here. And Nate is a fucking absolute fucking, you know, audiophile just like us. Yeah. Kanye is way past his peak. Correct?
1: Oh, way past.
0: The last fucking, ever since the Pablo shit, he's not, he ain't got it no more. Correct. You're locking yourselves in the Atlanta Falcon Stadium and you're putting out and you're live streaming. You're past your shit. Yeah. I hope, and it probably won't happen, but I hope and wish and pray so much that these new rappers that are out now fucking rake him through the coals. If I'm fucking Travis Scott. If I'm Tory Lanez, if I'm Waka Flock, if I'm Two Chains, if I'm Jay Z, if I'm not, I would be going out there and saying, We we're we're not fucking with this guy yeah, no more, renounce man. Renounce
1: this motherfucker. Like this
0: is bullshit. Yeah. This isn't like this is past marketing. You know what I'm saying, Nate? This is past marketing yeah. shit. Well, yeah, like what is like you're what, just what being Yeah, what? What is are we we attention at this point? Or? Yeah. Well, be, no, right? it clearly is. like that, The whole be.
1: point is so that the world is talking about yeah, it. Yeah. But like you're not he, producing anything anymore. You're not like putting he, anything yeah. out
0: in the yeah. world. Like if Drake did it? Okay. Relevant. You're a piece of shit, but let's talk, bud. Yeah. Kanye, you don't have that cachet anymore, dog. No. no. You don't, right? No. You don't. Adidas is, like, telling you to get the fuck out of here because you want to, like, sell, like clothes and shoes out of like trash bags like bro i i just i hope that the fucking hip-hop community and even especially the yeah, old just heads shun like, this motherfucker yeah man because that's really the only way that i think would wake him up because he needs because we all know nothing that will wake him up
1: we you 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 know now there's only
0: one thing that wake him up and it's his fucking mom donda hopefully she's still a ghost and she's just like you know hovers over him and she says yo quit it yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she breaks his jaw again. You know,
1: like I love that. Um, well, I'm I'm glad that we went on this diatribe because um, I have a new. Uh, we you know we are a democracy here, so I can only put someone up, and and I'm glad Nate is here because Kanye now, would
0: not know what a democracy is.
1: Correct, even though he's uh, running for president as he has in the past, and again? said he he said he will again in the future. Oh, um, yeah. But I have. I believe Do I write
0: When Kanye Now when Kanye <laughs> uh, Runs for uh, president Does does it say Just yay Or does it say Kanye West Yay No yay Just yay, yay. Right? Yeah he just legally changed it Yay West maybe just says, Or is it just uh, yay You know what It's going to be hard for me To like go into that voting booth and, and then I have to bubble in the thing And it just says yay Because I just want to just bubble it <laughs> You just want to yeah. bubble it <laughs> He, yeah, he'll get a couple foul just based on that. I, I write in, I write in on the ballot. Like Jesus Christ, he goes. That goes for Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so I have a a a new member that I would like to enshrine into this illustrious group. Don't um, uh, of off there, John Rocker, and I, I actually had you go through the the list for me prior to make sure that he wasn't on it because I was a little surprised he's flown this far under the radar. And uh and who I want to put to the um the council, if you will, is my man Herschel
0: Walker. Let's do it. <laughs> now, Let's I don't know, do
1: have you have you been seeing any of the he's running for Senate uh from the state of Georgia, if you didn't know he was I believe he played for the Bulldogs way back in the day, and he played, I don't know what NFL team the he Bears. played for. He played for the Bears? Okay. So he's been saying some absolutely wild shit. Wild. Like, unintelligible, doesn't fucking make sense. His kids hate him. His Not only do his kids hate him, and he's come out as anti-abortion, we have now found out this week that um, he made one of his mistresses get an abortion as well. Yes. Yes. So not only are you, what's so funny, Nate? It's just very convenient. huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's just and and to, but but not even for that type of stuff because you're just a piece of shit if you if you go that route.
0: But um, gonna cut you off. Want to go on record? He is going to hook up, and when I say hook up, he's gonna eat marjorie taylor green's
1: ass <laughs> i don't she want just that
0: she's got divorced and i'm just seeing a collision course Herschel and marjorie
1: so if you haven't seen i want you just to go out and do two minutes of research on some of this wild shit that he is saying while he is on his campaign trail and this this one isn't even anywhere near the worst but i have this quote here for you
0: herschel walker dog and i want to make like a youtube like clip like highlight clip video of all of herschel walker's (laughs) like highlights but the audio over his highlights are are his like press conferences oh my god oh my god mike write that down
1: get that together it's a billion (laughs) dollar idea now this is just the one that he came he, he said recently and um i i love this one So I don't know if you're going to tell me he's off as John Rocker or if he's an absolute genius. Okay? Quote, Since we don't control the air... Welcome to
0: the podcast, Nate. Yeah, this is great. Quote,
1: Since we don't control the air, our good air decided to float over to China's bad air. So when China gets our good air, their bad air got to move. So it moves over to our good air space. Then now... We got to clean
0: it back up. Okay, he ha- he's on to something there. Wow. Yeah? Yeah. That's something we don't know. So genius is what Gen- you're going with. Yeah. Not off as John Rocker. Now I'm coming a little bit back.
1: But the fucked up part is, is if you listen to him talk, he's so, like, obviously fucked up from, like, his days of playing football. Mm-hmm. Like, and look, I get it. Maybe he the didn't have, CT. like, education and clearly, like. Why, because he's black? Yeah. <laughs>
0: right now guys you can't see but Nate has got his shirt over his mouth and he's trying not you're to you're doing it too uh, no not because he's black George jo- did I walk in let me just let, let me reiterate what George just said is he doesn't know if he's uneducated and he had a drink from a different water fountain is that what you said that's <laughs> yo
1: my point is is that his brain was so mashed up from playing football, the man can't even fucking put together three Have cohesive Have you seen his highlight reel? Well, no,
0: he can play football. Have you seen his, his quote highlight reel? I want to make his highlight reel. and just like the audio over it. And I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> at least I know I'm pretty. His, his more recent yeah. quote was talking about the
1: uh, the uh, climate change that got uh, bill that got passed. Can we get back to the air? Well, no, no, no. On this one, he goes, you know, you see, like you got to move
0: that air out,
1: move that air out. Yeah, like we have good air, China has bad air, and our air flows. They do have bad air, pollution. So does Mexico. Is that a is that a thing? that's, That's facts. No, that's facts. That's facts. But is he doing like a? An anti Mexican thing there? Claro que no. (laughs) I don't know what that That, means. means Of course not. not. (laughs) (laughs) So, but. Claro
0: que no. So,
1: uh, let's let's put a pin in this. Pin in it? What do you mean? And... We don't need to pin it. Let's make a decision. Is is Herschel Walker off his John Rocker? Alex? No, I want to go to him. I, I vote yes. Oh, do you? yes now nate is the deciding vote here i say no you say no (laughs) (laughs) okay so now we are going to look to nate let's play
0: let's play a little game is nate racist or not (laughs) okay so So now we're
1: what i know yes yeah i think he's crazy
0: there it is okay all right what do i know
1: what do I know? No, I think you know. <laughs> so we can now say, welcome to the team. You're starting running back. <laughs> yes. Herschel yes, Walker. He's back in. <laughs> yeah. You're <Hershel>. back in. <laughs> right Forget now. about the, the, the advanced CTE. Like, he's back in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Herschel Walker's he's coming in. out
0: of the fucking, he's coming out of the smoke doing the Ray Lewis dance. <laughs> Just <laughs> helmet sideways. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. So,
1: uh, welcome to the club. It's a privilege. It's a, it's a privilege and an honor to welcome you in. Mm -hmm. Herschel Walker, you are off Off your your fucking John Rocker.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's one of the more, I feel good. This, I feel good.
1: It's tough because I don't know how much of his brain has just been mashed in. And that's probably part of the equation. But when you start talking about the good air moving into the bad air and the bad air coming over here, mm, air, 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 yeah, like the air
0: thing is great. You no,
1: know, it's it 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 it's an astounding quote. Um,
0: but it's, I'm I'm glad
1: he's in. I'm glad he's in. I'm glad he made it in. Um, switching gears very quickly, we got Nate P on the pod. Um, as you know, we have hundreds of thousands of listeners. I'm about to say, yeah. Let's. Do you need to go ahead? And, yeah. We, yeah. Give Nate, us a little
0: professional we, plug, Nate, because Nate is still making music. He's an absolutely amazing fucking producer. He makes fucking dope ass uh house tracks and shit remixes. Your fucking uh, Instagram videos and t- they're hilarious. You've they're stepped awesome. your game up.
1: You've stepped your game they're up hilarious. on the Instagram videos.
0: And, yeah, Nate, just plug your shit real quick. And anyone that is listening right now, when he plugs his shit, go like, subscribe, like, comment on his shit, DM him. We have a couple things in the works to, like, get him, like, you know, some more traction here. But go and like Nate's stuff because it truly, really is, and it's like it's not a funny, the kid has the touch. Yo, he's hey, got it. it kid has the touch. He's thank got the you. touch. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Where can so they find basically, you? Basically, uh, Instagram at Nate P Music and. Whoa, it's uh, spell out Nate. I, I am. Yeah. N as in Nathan. Eight, the number eight. P as in pirate music. Nate P Music. Uh, yeah, you can start at IG,
0: and then all the links are there, um, for you know YouTube and, and what what whatnot. But uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for, uh, you know, coming on and, um, episode 82 in the fucking books. Here we go. Hell yeah. Pop my cherry.